0: Loving Well this week, we're kind of following off what we did last time, which was um, biblical judging. So it's kind of a two-part series, our first two-part series with our bonus podcast. We're so growing have, up. we? are, <laughs> yes. We're a mini-series. Soon it'll be like a six-part. <laughs> yeah. That'll be exciting. <laughs> I'm sitting here today with Brandy Bradshaw, who has mittens on her hand with Canada flag on them. So explain why. Uh,
1: these are the official canada olympic gloves
0: mittens that
1: Excellent. uh you know all proceeds go to support the canadian olympic athletes which is good because they don't get paid to like <laughs> go to the olympics it costs a lot of money um but also because the uh, canadian women's hockey team made this epic comeback they were down two zero today
0: and they schooled
1: the states in nice. overtime Ooh, ah! nice
0: and Tell us briefly about your experience of seeing that. Oh, you know, uh,
1: I was shopping for my leader's dinner. I make uh, the leader's dinner every other Thursday, and was in Save On Foods, and every man, boy, woman, and child in that grocery store was gathered around the meat department and the television <laughs> that was <laughs> over the ground beef, and we were all just watching and cheering and shouting and... It's just so good to talk with a 70-year-old woman about Canadian women's <laughs> hockey. It's just unique. It's yeah. uniquely Canadian because it's just like, we'll stop, we'll watch, and we'll go about our day. I just don't even think that happens with like the Stanley Cup playoffs. There's no. something about the Olympics. The Olympics, yeah. It yeah. brings everyone together.
2: Love it. Yep, it's fun. Represent. So is that your favorite sport? Hockey? Yeah, like in the Olympics, or do you have a different favorite sport? I love all Olympics. Basically mm. everything Olympics.
0: Yeah. Oh. Even those ones you don't understand, like some of the skiing ones where I don't know what kind of jump they're doing and upside down. And... Oh, yeah, no.
1: The skiing yeah. ones, some of my favorite ones are to watch the countries that don't really compete. Like they show up every year, but they don't really compete. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm just watching to see like the best wipeout. That's what I'm watching. So you're some okay of those. with a,
2: like skeleton and luge and bobsled? Yeah. Luge. Sometimes I think, really? What yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. There's... Right, come on.
1: There's some real closeness going on there on some of that, like, (laughs) double luge? Yeah. Double luge. Okay. So one person lays down and goes down really fast, and then someone looked at that and said, you know what? I think we put another guy on top of him and send him down there. (laughs) Totally true. (laughs) And we can convince people that that's a sport. (laughs) Exactly. That's a little weird, but Uh still.
0: Nope. Olympics, anything. Winter, summer. Love it. Excellent. It's all good. The other person at the table is Thalia Swoski. Yes, hello. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I already Woo! piped up, so uh, yeah, you already, yeah. you already sent your
0: comments. So we're going to start our Did You Know section. Did you know, did you know, did you know, did you know? Just talking a little bit about our internship here at Northview because we are accepting applications already. So if that's something of interest to you, get them in quick. What can you tell us about interns in your department, Brandy? Uh, well... Other than that, we've had the best ones every year. Um, you
2: have good ones. Yeah, yeah we, do. <laughs> we do. We do. We, do. we have You're some awesome. really
1: good ones. Um, I think it's common, though, a little bit maybe more so for people to want to go into youth ministry rather
0: than specifically missions or those well, kind of things. Of course, there is schools like CBC that have a youth ministry department which yes. needs to do an internship, and so it kind of is. Yes, a, and one yeah. of our elders
1: runs that department, <clears throat> yes. so we can definitely be like, so... Send us the cream of the <laughs> yes yeah. But um, yeah, no, they've been a great benefit. I love, the part that I love about it is seeing someone who's passionate about what I'm passionate about and what I'm called to yeah. and and pouring into them and, and sharing with them the wisdom and the mistakes that I've made yeah. and um, hoping that they can learn from those mm-hmm. and not make the same ones that I make. And yeah. Um, yeah, just encouraging them about what it is
0: to serve in the local church and yeah. So do you have them doing, like, what kind of tasks do you have them doing? Are they, like, doing full-on ministry stuff? or? Yeah, they, doing yeah.
1: full-on ministry. i um, have written up a job description for the ones in our department specifically yeah. to try and make sure that we get a balanced – we're still not there 100% getting that balance because it's been – what's it been, three? Three or four? Three or four years we've been doing the internship. I think three. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah full-time with yeah. the full internship yeah. program. Yeah. Um, so just – working on
0: yeah they get person's a bit different too right so yes
1: but they get to run practical ministry things as well as do one-on-one things with students and mentorship discipleship um it's kind of a balance between realizing that they're only going to be here for a year so they can't do a whole lot of relational ministry um 'Cause you wanna be involved so deeply in someone's life and then be like, Oh, my internship's over. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So but then also giving them enough work experience that they have independence and can run things themselves and we can evaluate them on that. Too. So not
0: just using the paper cutter and Yeah, not <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. yeah not yeah. just
1: like, uh go get some more streamers and glow sticks. <laughs> and yeah, no. Yeah. A lot of a lot of other things involved. And then there's also the theology classes. Yeah. I don't know if you wanna
2: well, and so Crystal cool. has an intern, so we have oh, yeah. a lot of departments. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We have this year's women's missions, youth. Um, there have been children's, but there isn't this year. There were discipleship. discipleship, prayer and discipleship, Eric's yeah. in that, and worship. Often this year yeah. there wasn't a worship intern, but children's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There wasn't. There isn't children's this no, year. No, not either. this year. But, but there has been. There will be opportunities, I think, in the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really fun. It's been every year when we have kind of the intern farewell lunch in June. It's like, oh, it's kind of sad. You've had these people that you've. Hang out with at lunch and yeah. stuff for a year. And what I love is hearing them come back from theology class and they've just been debating like big stuff for an hour and a half. Yeah. And they'll yeah. sit in that break room and they're just still going at it. Yeah. yeah. Very eager to learn. And yeah, so they have classes once a week with uh, the teaching associates or with Jeff on theology. And then they have once a week classes that the pastors lead on different ministry areas practical ministry, practical
1: like budgeting ministry
2: stuff.
0: and. Yeah. Uh, conflict resolution
1: mm-hmm.
2: and all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. Right? They even yeah. go to the funeral home with Vic. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, yeah that's another part, right? They <laughs> yeah.
1: cycle just because you're the youth intern, but you also get and you cycle through all the different ministries in right. the church, figuring out.
0: So they're an imagined ministry yeah, one night and seeing there. what yeah. all the
1: different ministries do, which is good. I'm not even sure all the staff has done that, cycled through yeah, the yeah, different yeah, ministries. That's yeah. Have, yeah, that's probably the true. The interns have a way better experience. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, how many yeah. do you think would go on to future church ministry? And how many would use it as a great experience for a different kind of job?
1: I think when they bring them in, it's definitely a part of the requirement for the internship. Like and it's very laid out that the point of this is to like a take a test to see if ministry is something you want to do, but mostly also that like you have post secondary education and ministry is in the local churches. Yeah, what you're looking so it's to not, do. If,
0: yeah, it's not geared towards 18 year old people. Yeah, like it's not like baseball. oh
1: instead kind of, of YWAM, wham. Yeah,
0: I'm going to do the church internship.
1: No,
2: no, you know, it's usually a little bit they more, have a college. Yeah. education. They've oh yeah, almost that's completed. A requ-
1: Yeah, it's a requirement that yeah. you have at least I think at least a year or two years of post secondary.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something some like
0: exceptions that. I think, but yeah. But and I think in general, that's the idea. Yeah. That's and that. there's not necessarily an age limit. No. As you know. I know. Our interns this year are, yeah, older grandparents. Yeah. yeah. It's very cool, actually. It's been neat to see. Um, I think they've inspired a lot of people because yeah. they're in this day and age of their own lives where they want to kind of have a second career. Like, they've been owning businesses all their lives, and they just want to spend the last whatever they have, 20, 30 years serving God in a local church or in missions or mm-hmm. whatever. And they've made a big change and they've sacrificed mm-hmm. a lot to yeah. do that. So it's very cool mm-hmm. to have Hank and Carolyn there. And and they've kind of been the parents of the interns, yeah. I think, too. Like, it feels like yes. they're, like, just taking care of everybody. and yes. them all under their wings. And
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. And the interns like, we're going over to Hank and Carolyn's for, <laughs> yeah. for dinner, for yeah. lunch. They've yeah. invited us over. <laughs> yeah, so great. Yeah, I know. Okay. So there's information on Northview.org. Yep. Um, look for the internships. and There is
0: a little bit of money that comes with it. It's like a bit of payment, but it's not a lot. But people can raise money. Yeah. But it's not like some internships where you actually have to pay to intern. Uh, Northview does pay yeah. its interns, but just not, yeah. it's not like a full salary. But... So if you know cool. someone
1: that's interested in doing ministry in yeah. the local church and
0: recommend Women's them and youth and missions and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great that
1: our interns that have been through the program highly recommend it to other people. Yeah. That says something.
0: Yeah. So it's a good yeah. program. be interesting to see who we get next year. It's always fun to look at those resumes. So today we're going to be talking about Loving Well. What does this title mean, Thalia? Why did you want us to talk about it? Yes. <laughs> I love this topic. We'll put this on Thalia right now. Yeah.
2: yeah. So when we talk about this topic, what we mean is how to care for each other well. How to love each other well. And so we know how to care for and love each other well when things are good. Yeah. So some examples of those would be what? Uh, celebrations. Anything celebrations, right? Anniversaries. Weddings. Job promotions. Grads. Yeah. 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 Birthdays, coffees out. We know how to do that. We yeah. have lots of ideas on how to do that. And we know how to care for each other well when times are bad but not sinful, so things like sickness yeah injury funerals funerals yeah cancer diagnosis things like happening to you a little bit more right yeah yeah if you have a grandparent in the care home you know Mm -hmm. that's not so great but we know how to care for each other well flowers there's no ambiguity about it it's just yeah it's easy to do we all know how to send friendly texts and emails do something do something yeah jump in do something yeah where we struggle and which is the purpose of the podcast today is how do we care for others well in two areas one is people who are egr extra <laughs> grace required silly <laughs> so, acronyms uh, yeah. <laughs> trademark failures yeah i don't even E-G- think it's mine oh no no, it's not yours? no i you heard that you could have, have taken credit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're You're you credit. yeah give me mine so people who are like emotionally mm. and maybe physically needy But we're not going to address that one today. So if you have questions on how to deal with somebody who's extra grace required, you can email me, you can phone me, you can talk to me in the hallway. What we want to focus today on, how do we care for others when there's sin involved? And so some examples, I'll give a couple examples and we can go around. So someone's holding a grudge and refusing to talk to you or forgive you. Maybe um, you have been cheated in a business deal or something like that. What other things would there be sin involved?
0: Well, this kind of contrast right here brings a story to mind of when we were youth leaders and there was a girl in our group whose sister was diagnosed with cancer and the whole church rallied around her when her sister was diagnosed with cancer. And and then a year later, her parents had marital problems and the whole church backed off. And she said, Hmm. it's interesting how the whole church just kind of gathered right around us and they were like, there for us with my sister's cancer. But as soon as mom and dad started having issues is like oh we don't want to get involved in that one we'll leave you guys to yourself yeah and it was a contrast that she really realized as an 18 year old kid like the church doesn't want or doesn't feel comfortable or yeah Yeah, when there's sin then
2: it's really uncomfortable so if you have a friend that's Maybe having sex outside of marriage or living with her boyfriend or girlfriend. If there's an affair that you know, a friend or family member is having an affair.
1: Yeah. And let's be clear, it's revealed sin. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. Like, it's sort of so easy for us to just forget about that that's happening. Yes. Like, you know, someone... um, Someone had recently made a comment or said, it's like a quote, like, uh, you know, sweating like a sinner in church or something like that. And I was like, well, that's everybody, <laughs> Like, <laughs> but like, we forget that, yeah. you know, so it is, it's the revealed sin. Like all of a sudden it's like, I love you. Oh, you have that in your life. Totally back yeah. off. Yeah. Well, and it
2: usually is evident and it's somehow it's yeah. being destructive in some way, mm-hmm. you know, marriages yeah. are breaking up and, um, family relationships are hurt you know abusing drugs and alcohol that really hurts families so that's like a sin involved Or pornography you know that's a huge one yeah that when that becomes revealed and evident then it's like oh but i don't know how to deal with that when there's sin involved with a friend
0: so, what kind of categories um, should we kind of keep in mind as we think of different ways we need to respond to people? Like, are there different, do we kind of put it in different categories in mm-hmm. our mind as to how we should respond? Yeah. So, if somebody is not a Christian, yeah. if somebody that you are at school, pack with, or whatever, that you encounter outside of the church or just yeah, in your neighborhood, family, what would you say uh, if someone's not a Christian? For those of you who might be like me and don't know what a pack is, uh, <laughs> the Parent Come Advisory on.
2: PTA is oh, PTA. Oh. That's the American term. When you're a youth leader, like <laughs> you should know these terms.
0: <laughs> High schools.
1: <laughs> that's so that casual. Can the PAC What's the PAC It's a Parent Advisory Council. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. I hear people use it all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, I was involved well, in the PAC. That you just and I'm admitted like, admitted that now. What is that? You that? Don't know what that yeah. Is. No. Of Sorry. that's it's maybe should so. be in in my opinion. What's yeah. <laughs> a no.
0: Okay, good to okay. go. So, Sorry. people that we are not Christians but are living in oh, lifestyles yeah. that we do not agree with, what's our response? Easy. No. <laughs> okay, well, maybe not easy, but pretty easy. Um,
1: well, we have a biblical standard that we hold. We have the authority of Scripture that is over us, that we are guided by, that we are accountable to, um, that is God's revealed word and truth for all of us. Um, who believe in him and for those of us who don't. But the difference is those who do not claim to be a Christian and are not living by the standard of scripture, they are not living under that authority. Yeah. So to come up to them with scripture and say, but this, yeah. they're not going to respond to that because no. that's not the authority in their that life. Their authority yeah. is potentially often themselves, and what I feel like doing, and what I want to do, and, you know, what our culture says, that you being happy is your ultimate truth, so whatever makes you happy, that is what Mm -hmm. you should do, as long as, you know, some people, as long as that doesn't harm others, or, you know, this kind of thing, well, what I'm doing isn't wrong, so... Mm -hmm. So better, I, I would engage in discussion with them about what they think is right and wrong. So more of a philosophical discussion hmm. to say, well, where where do you think you draw the line? What is morally right or wrong? What is, and how do we figure that out? How do we figure out what is true for all of people for all of time? Do you believe in absolute truth? Do you, you right. know, just a lot yeah. of these kind of more philosophical questions about, Yeah, rights and wrongs, just to get them questioning. Like, well, why do you think that that's a good thing to do? Do you think everyone should go off and get drunk every weekend? What would happen if that happened? (laughs) Would that be good for the entire world, for everyone (laughs) to flourish and be good people? Is that something, you know, and, and, and that's as simple as you could just start a question like that and say, well... This is what I believe is good. And then you, you share the gospel with them through the truth of scripture. This mm-hmm. is how God has created the world, how he's created us to interact in the world. This is what's wrong with the world.
2: And in this case, you can also engage them on a health level. Mm -hmm. So if they're doing something that's unhealthy for their body or for their marriage or for something, so abusing alcohol, you want to engage them and say, this is not good for your life, not good for your family, it's not good for your friends, this is going to hurt you. Mm -hmm. So it's not coming from a biblical standpoint, it's coming from care for them as as a person and care for their family. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a,
1: yeah, if I encounter kids with doing drugs, yeah, often it's like, well, let's just go with the first point which is it's illegal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the consequences are there. pretty high. Yeah. yeah.
0: The consequences are not They're high. They're not. Well, that's <laughs> legally we know no, no, But no, no, for no. their brains
2: and for their future <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and you yeah. continue on this yeah. path and oh, you're no. going to wreck your university oh, life. For sure. So, this is where we start and then
1: like, but ultimately you're not going to change your mind on any of those things. It's not going to actually transform your thinking and your heart just because I say it's illegal. No. 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 So that's where it's like you bring up those things, but ultimately it's the authority question, yeah, right? Yeah. What's actually going to transform their hearts and minds is the power of Scripture submitting their lives to Christ. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the quicker or the way you can bring people to that point of talking on that level, yeah, it's a good yeah. place to start. Yeah. So second category, the person is a Christian and they're sinning, but they're And they're repenting of their sin. Yeah. So what are some examples of that that you guys would kind of think of?
2: So this would be somebody who realizes they are struggling with alcohol or drug abuse but wants to get, stop this and get rid of it. Or they've had an affair but they've stopped and confessed. Or they're struggling with pornography but they are trying to overcome this. Or they've lied and now they've they've confessed it and they're dealing with the fallout. So this is an easy category because if someone is repentant, that's worth rejoicing over. So that's grace and forgiveness. That's surrounding them with all kinds of help and support, whether that's counseling or programs or whatever it is that helps the person to overcome the situation that they're struggling with. Like, that's awesome if they're repentant Mm -hmm. because... All of us are in that same yes. category yes. to different degrees yes. of
0: right involvement. Right, yeah. like all of us are. We none of us have are in heaven yet. None of us are perfect. No, we're all we're in a continually of daily... sinning
2: and continually repenting, and this is where we all are at. Hopefully, we're not continually, you know, sinning, but we
1: are. But, we're, but we're trying not to purposefully. purposefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Not deliberately. Not deliberately. That's not, the learning. Yeah, we we're not about. going out to deliberately. Yeah. yeah. Seek out continuously. No, necessity. but we just no, but, it but it's a process of
0: discipleship, right? Yeah. yeah. We are all being sanctified by the spirit. Yeah. So the third category that we want to talk about a bit longer is uh, the person is a Christian. They are involved in some kind of sinful behavior and they are unrepentant. Yeah. So people come to talk to them about it, they push away, they don't want to acknowledge it um they don't want to deal with it they get Mm -hmm. mad what are their options what are we called to do
2: (laughs) yeah this is the 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 tough category (laughs) yeah this this is is really the the reason for the podcast because a lot of people wonder what do i do when my friend or family member is sinning and they do not want to change their behavior they don't want to call it sin they don't want to look at it they don't want to change they like what they're doing and this is really tough so, so what advice would you have for us? What, so we do spot. need to address sin. If they call themselves a Christian, we do need to point it out in them kindly and compassionately. Why? Yeah. Why do we need to? We need yeah. to warn them. <laughs> this is dangerous. This yeah. is dangerous for their personal life here in the present. And this is dangerous if they continue to be unrepentant for their eternal life. Mm-hmm. Because if we continually turn our backs on God, we continually rebel against him, uh, we will, we could risk our eternal life. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. There is always the chance of coming back, but the further we walk away, the more our heart gets hardened, the yeah. lesser the chance of repentance yep. in the future is. Yeah. Uh, we're starting kind of slowly to put a coat on our hearts that just yeah. gets more and more impenetrable, I think, right? As so you, we yeah. need yeah. to be
2: willing to step in and say, what you're doing is wrong and sinful. And, and we and need we to do, be yeah. willing to accept it back. When people say, yeah. hey, Thalia, your attitude on this or what you just said wasn't right, I need to be willing to say, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm sorry. I say sorry to God. Yeah, and perspective for those who
1: know this about people in their lives and friends in their lives, by not acting and and being, like, arrested in that fear, there's almost an er underlying arrogance of they'll have time, Yeah. of knowing the future. Yeah. Like, we're almost saying, like, oh, well, they'll have time, but you don't. You don't know what today, this afternoon, tomorrow brings. Like, keep that, keep their eternal life, and that we don't know how much the time future. they have we yep. don't god is in control of that yeah. and so be, push, it's loving to speak yeah <laughs>
2: speak truth speak so the pushback kindly. we often get is but i want to be loving and i want to accept everyone and i so i don't want to step in and where we would it, we'd turn it around and we'd say the most loving thing is to actually point out the danger of their behavior and mm-hmm. point out the danger of their sin that's the most loving thing we can do
0: so what, what's the process we'd follow? What, how, what would you suggest we do?
2: So if possible, please do it in person, one-on-one, yeah. kindly and compassionately. You will get it wrong. You will not say all the right words, but at least try kindly in person. Please don't do it over text. And please, if not possible, <laughs> oh over email or a letter. <laughs> oh. Try to do it in person because it's, it's a big deal. Oh. And pray every step of the way. And maybe even before you talk with the person, ask advice, wise advice from a Christian, a trusted Christian. Yeah. Because this is a hard thing
0: to step into. And also someone that could give you perspective on, yeah. Yeah. The best way to do it or whether,
2: yeah. And make sure that you're not also doing the same sin before you (laughs) confront them on the issue. Make sure that you're clean in that area. So what are the dangers of doing it? Could you lose a friend? Yes. Will you risk them being angry with you? Yes. Yeah. Will it be awkward and comfortable and cause you to lose sleep? Yes. <laughs> is it easier to ignore it? Yes. yes. It's really hard. This category is really hard when someone is unrepentant and they are sinning and they are your friend or family member. But we need to try to talk with them about it.
1: Well, I feel like it's sometimes we think it's sort of a, you know, you present someone with a worldview that like, hey, you define your own truth. Like everyone defines their own truth. And so therefore, what's true for you is true for you. And what's true for me is true for me. And so therefore, we don't speak into each other's lives Mm -hmm. because we don't share the (laughs) same views. Right? Because it's your opinion that that's good or right for you or your family. Right. So actually, as Christians, when we don't participate in confronting each other about the sin in our lives and talking with each other and loving well like this, we're actually practically living out hmm. a non-biblical worldview. Yeah. We're living out uh, a relativism yeah. where we're saying, I don't have the authority to speak into your life these things that we say we share, which is the biblical view yeah. of which this is, is wrong truth. and this yeah. is right and this is the truth. And so when we don't participate in this, we are sort of living yeah. that out. We're not living out that biblical
2: I don't know. That just kind yeah, of like yeah. dawned mm-hmm. on me. That's yeah. like
1: right. So we're. we're buying into it's like that oh, I wouldn't agree with that statement. Yeah. Oh, but how I act, actually, I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm functionally living out a relative point of view.
2: I know. And part of being mm-hmm. a Christian, if we use that title, then that means that we submit to God's laws. Mm-hmm. That we are submitting, which is that awful S word. I know, but it's very important. And so we are calling others to submit to god which is our role we are the servant not is god. to god
0: yeah submit to our rules that we're making up but no. to the what god's word says about for their good up. yeah
2: for their eternal good yeah yeah so what happens
0: if we confront somebody and they continue to do their thing whatever it is
2: yeah so, we continue to pray for God to change their hearts and minds because we just mm-hmm. don't have any power over their lives. Mm-hmm. No, we cannot walk with them at home every step of the way and get them to change their minds mm-hmm. and their lives and their behaviors. It's just, we just don't have that power. Only yeah. God does. Holy Spirit. Yeah. And yeah. we need to continue to be kind and friendly and polite when we see them in public because mm-hmm. they are loved by God. Mm-hmm. He does want them to change. And we will see them in Abbotsford, at <laughs> Save Foods or wherever. So, we don't, it's not okay to be mean or turn our backs in any way we can be kind or gossip polite. about them no, no? Yeah, yeah no none yeah. of that yeah.
1: <laughs> or, or dramatically 180 turn your shopping yeah. yeah. cart when yeah. you go down the yeah. aisle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the air.
0: oh thank goodness yeah. I didn't say anything yeah.
2: <laughs> but it will be really awkward when yeah. you've had a conversation and someone still chooses to go their own direction it is really awkward and if that's just the way it is you can still say hi and
1: I'd love to do the opposite and, like, not just love well, but love extremely, uh, like, overbearingly. So instead of doing the 180 with my shopping cart, be like, hey! And just, like, (laughs) run towards them and chase them around. (laughs) No, 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 I want you to love Jesus. (laughs) 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 Change your ways, please. (laughs) Get away
2: from me.
0: (laughs) What do we do as a church uh, in this situation? If we have people that are, maybe, first of all, talk about if they're repenting and in sin and maybe unrepentant in sin because they kind of are both church the church mm-hmm. gets involved in both so yes how do they get involved in both
2: situations so it really depends on the sin and depends on the case but if it's for example if somebody has just ended an affair and they are coming back to God and they're repenting and they're doing all the things they need to do Vic and I totally support them we will surround them with counseling and programs and whatever help they need but for a time they will probably need to step out of their leadership roles so that they can work on their muck yeah temporarily they can come back to leadership when they have gone through muck and they've worked on their stuff and they're coming out into a, a better in a better healthy their, spot yeah, in yeah. healthy spot yeah but if they are unrepentant then the pastors and elders make every possible attempt to try to get this person to change their ways, to repent, to come back to God, to reconcile with God and with their family and friends. And if they continue not to do that, then it's a process. Mm. And it involves trying to get a hold of them, Facebook, email, phone calls, talking with them. And eventually, if they continue to be unrepentant, of course, they can't continue in a leadership role They shouldn't take communion, and they will probably be removed from membership. Right. Mm -hmm. So if they're removed from membership, are they still welcome to attend here?
0: Yeah. Or what's the That would be so great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And um, I see people who have been removed from membership that still are attending. And it's great because then they can hear what God has for him through the messages and through the worship and that kind of thing. It's only if we're here or at a church that you can hear what God has to say. But we would still call them to change their lives. Yeah. So the
0: difference between just kind of attending and membership in this place, in this position, is that members have agreed to submit kind of to the biblical authority. They've signed a covenant Mm -hmm. or kind of confirmed that they're willing to be accountable to the leaders of this church. Yeah, and they will continually repent.
2: Yeah. Because we all sin, we continually repent if you're a member. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. -hmm. So we're saying,
0: yeah. So if you have friends and family members that maybe have had this... Uh, Discipline in their lives and they aren't sure whether they're welcome, say, so yeah, you're welcome to come here. And when you're at that point where you're ready to, again, you know, be part of this group and yeah, submit, then yeah. you're you know, we're ready to have you back
2: in. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's not like you have to stay away from church. No. It's just, and you yeah, can attend yeah.
2: women's ministry and yeah. you can attend and you can hang out and have coffee afterwards mm-hmm. and you can go to Sola and you can go to all these events. We just don't ask you to be part of a leadership position. Yeah.
0: Cause we ask most our leaders to be members yes. because that shows that they're willing to be under the authority of the church. Yes. So I,
1: th- I think in general, just to add something to the whole, the whole situation of all of this is that, um, I, I, I often talk with some people about, like, what are some regular checkpoints you have in your life as to, like, your spiritual health? Yeah. And one of them is grieving over your own personal sin. Mm. Yeah. Do you grieve over your own sin in your life? Is that something that is a constant? So not only, like, recognizing sin and... And repenting, and and sometimes that becoming almost like dutiful, yeah. and just this like right, oh God, forgive me for that, and uh, repent. Okay, okay, thank you. Yeah, but something that it actually like it grieves your very soul that you are a depraved sinner. Yeah, and then yet also so wonderful then to see the grace and love and mercy of God. Yeah, if you aren't a Christian who is grieving over their own sin, I'm gonna even say that you should be careful when approaching someone, a brother and sister Mm. who, so not Mm -hmm. only like, not only are you like recognizing this, but, but make sure you're not in a state Mm -hmm. of legalism with it. You know what I mean? That it's become something that it's not a heart issue because then what happens is you go to someone and you say, and it becomes this arrogant attitude of like, I can't believe that you're doing this. Or you become shocked at the sin in someone else's life. Yes, And it's very easy then to say, Oh, well, yeah, I, I and... don't have that kind yeah. of sin in my yeah. life and and it's a recognizing that we're all sinners and having that grace and mercy and and maybe talking about it more in your in your life, like in your casual coffees and conversations, saying to your friends, like, Oh yeah, the other day I had to repent of this or I had to sin of this, like being so much more hmm. open with being the small with things and stuff. vulnerable yeah. that then when something happens, it's not a shock to be like, Whoa, hey. What's going on in your life? Yeah, like mm-hmm. I saw this and then they know that you yourself are tracking with that. You yourself are in a progress, in a discipleship that mm-hmm. you're in a state of refinement in the with the Lord, you know?
2: Yeah. So maybe yeah. we need
1: to just in general as a church body change our openness and our language with each other about our sin in our lives.
2: Yeah. One of the verses that came up as you were talking was Galatians 6, 1. says, Brothers or sisters, if anyone is caught in a transgression, you who are spiritual, which is what you were talking mm-hmm. about, we who uh, love God, should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Mm-hmm. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Yeah. Because we are tempted, yep. but we do yep. need to restore each other in a spirit of gentleness. Mm-hmm. So
0: all of us around this table talking about this, yeah, <laughs> yeah be willing to have, yeah. Yeah. We'll speak into our own, our own lives as well. Yeah. Anything else that you'd want to add to this topic before we just have a time of prayer for for people?
2: Well, one thing that came up uh, that people will say to me is, is there a point where we need to stop a friendship? Hmm. Where someone is living in unrepentant sin, does does it ever get to a point where we stop a friendship? Hmm. Hmm. And I have said, yes, that has happened to me. In the fact that we don't have the same two-way friendship as we had before, mm. you can't necessarily go for coffee and for a walk and, you know, ask the same questions, have the same depth of relationship because the person is living against God, against the church and doing their own thing. So it's not the same as before. But if I saw them around town, you know, and, and I have, I would be kind and friendly and polite, but it isn't that same depth of friendship. So it's sort of limited, I guess. It's not necessarily cut off because I don't want to cut off the possibility mm-hmm. because they may but repent and it may all change next yeah. week or next year. But mm-hmm. you wouldn't pursue it to the same degree. Yeah. So be careful. About, around yeah. Be it? careful about burning bridges. Yeah. Keep the bridges open but in some cases, it's limited. It's so the same with if you have someone in your life who is abusing alcohol or drugs to a significant degree. Sometimes you have to limit how much you see them. You, know, you yeah. can go over there for an hour, mm-hmm. but you can't necessarily go and spend hours or spend overnight, like if it's parents or whatever. So yeah. You sometimes have to limit your contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I think what's also important about that Galatians passage and saying keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted is um, you know, careful when... A, a sin or thing that you're tempted with is what you're calling out in someone else's life mm, yeah and sometimes you're more aware yeah, of the stuff yeah you're more aware is your but issue but then too? like yeah. if you're not like be careful like keep yeah. watch on yourself that you you know like well maybe they need an accountability partner that hasn't also struggled with the same sin yeah. or temptation or because you can also which is sort of that like mm-hmm. maybe you're not the friend to keep walking them through this True. because yeah. you could also slip into temptation as well mm-hmm. and then it becomes like oh yeah i'm bad oh i'm bad too <laughs> yeah okay let's, in our let's be bad together <laughs> yeah. and yeah let's commiserate yeah. with each other yeah, yeah. yeah. and i like mm-hmm. i've That's totally good. been a part of, a, of a, a christian friendship like that so yeah. totally there are times that you need to for your own san-
2: sanctification say well maybe i'm not the person for <laughs> yeah. maybe i should
0: just pull so.
1: it <laughs>
2: yeah. we also wrote down some scripture verses so I won't read through them all, but I'll just list them. And then if you have a pen and paper, you can write them down. Uh, Colossians 1, 28, James 5, 1 and 2, Hebrews twelve seventeen, and 1 Corinthians 5, 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So, And there's many more. These yeah. are ones that we pulled mm-hmm. out for today. So I would encourage you to do your uh, own research on this whole area of mm-hmm. loving well and biblical judging and sin and repentance. And it's really important us, email yeah us mm-hmm. if you have any questions or if you mm-hmm. want to talk
0: about it how it applies in your situation because some situations are different and mm-hmm. we need to talk through them carefully so we're more than willing to get together with you and look at options and stuff yeah. so.
2: mm-hmm. Thalia, would you mind praying sure lord this is a really important area and it's hard to talk about and so lord i pray that all of us would be willing to continually come to you and repent that we would be gentle with the people in our lives Mm -hmm. and that we would be willing to accept people pointing out sin in our lives as well. Mm -hmm. And Lord, for our friends and our family members that are struggling with sin, uh, I pray that they will repent and they will be willing to change their lives through your Holy Spirit's Mm -hmm. help. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. if they are unrepentant, Lord, I pray that you'll change their hearts and their minds. Mm. And Lord, if there's people that need to talk to Brandy, Crystal or myself, please, that would be great. And we ask all these things in your amazing name. Amen. 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 We're going to end off um, with our In
0: My Opinion section.
2: In My Opinion. 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 The
0: thing we wanted to talk about or what came (laughs) came to mind today was the questions that people should never ask. Ooh. So (laughs) what are some of those questions that came up to as we were chatting?
2: Brandy, are you dating anyone? (laughs) Is there a special someone in your
0: life? Oh,
2: Don't ask her that. You know that, what? it's so. even
1: it's even more so than like how's oh. your dating life? How's Ew. your
0: dating life? So they're trying to it's make always the assumption the same. that it's yeah, just totally really
1: good, non-existent. <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't exist. There is not oh, such a thing. Yeah, gross question. I know. Don't do it. Single people. Yeah. Um one one that I I hate it's maybe a girl one, but maybe it happens to guys too is when someone walks up to you and says, Oh, are you feeling okay? And you're instantly like Yes. Do I look and then totally, back. Yeah, do yeah. I look horrible? You're like, No, I feel fine, and then
2: instantly run to
1: the bathroom. <laughs> what, what did I not put Oh My
2: pet peeve is how are you? Because don't ask the question unless you have time to listen to the answer and unless you actually care how the person is. hmm Just say hi, nice to see you.
1: Or if they say it in that awkward tone, "How are you?" It's oh. like oh. if you want to be really empathetic, yeah, totally, yeah, just
0: showing you that they're on your team, dripping, with yeah. The "Are you pregnant?" question is a really bad one,
2: <laughs> unless they're like willing, they're ready to pop. <laughs> even, I mean, then, even then, I don't even know. Then, even <laughs> we do don't you even do. ask it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, that's
2: awful. When are you gonna have kids? Yeah. Oh yeah, bad. It, when are you gonna get oh. married? But the oh. when
1: are you
0: going to have kids could be a really hard one. Like if yeah. somebody's been yeah, don't go there. infertile or something
2: and people yeah. are asking.
0: Oh. And it's just more common now that that's the case. Yeah. So it's yeah. like,
1: oh, no, no, no. And don't. some
2: people have chosen not to have kids. Yeah. So don't go there.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. a really
1: difficult yeah, yeah. <laughs> question.
2: Yeah. No, just
1: stay
0: away from that. Just whole. stay away. Yeah. Yeah. No. My like grandpa said when he was young. As a teenager, or whatever, when they were first married, the elders of the church would actually come over and ask oh. you if you didn't have kids within like a year, they'd come and ask. <laughs> there was what? something wrong with your marriage.
2: That's yeah. horrible.
0: Are you serious? So he kind of kept saying that to us because he was always bugging Bob and I. Were oh we my say?
1: goodness!
2: Well, when I was what? young, the elders of the, the church would come over. Are, the church and church come over. Yeah. When we got married, it was like the three-year expectation. Oh yeah, and then people would kind of. Then they'd say, "Okay, so for well, three five years they would bug you." And yeah. after five years, then you're like, "All oh, the bets are off." They're on your case all the time. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And what my son's hearing every other day as he's going through school: "What are you doing next year?" It's uh, yeah. the high school because cool he's one. finishing grade twelve. Yeah. yeah, finishing grade 12. 12. yeah. yeah. So, we have to think of a better question to ask those kind of people. What I
2: do with my nephews when they were going through grade 11 and 12 is I'd say, What are some careers you really don't want to have after high school? Mm. And you'd open some discussion and you'd start talking about things they did not want to do. And then you could say, Well, what are some options for you after high school? Then they can talk about maybe this university or that college or this travel experience.
1: So,
2: a little bit easier. Always with the advice.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Always. (laughs) Ask Thalia. Totally that was our other Ilya. idea for this podcasting. Ask Thalia. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so if you have any it's questions, Hulia, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd have to explain it. It's
1: just, oh. oh. man. People just do not know how to say your no. name.
2: <laughs> no. Amy. We need to change it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's short for Amy. Yeah. Thelia.
2: Seriously, it's what I do when I go to a coffee shop. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's at Starbucks. I coffee and they have Amy. to put your name on the oh, cup. I just say Amy.
1: That could be a... Everybody
2: with me starts laughing. That's
1: a pet peeve of mine, the name on the cup thing. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like, really? And my name gets spelled, like, because usually it's spelled with a Y, but it's spelled with an I-E. Yeah. And it's like... And then sometimes I'll tell them, like, it's Brandy with an I-E. And sometimes I get this look of, like, ugh. And I'm <laughs> like... too much work. I'm like, well, if you have some sort of customer service thing that you want to put my name on the cup, <laughs> spell it right. <laughs> Spell it right so that it's like you want to be all personal with you me. You need
2: to be aiming. spell
1: my name right.
0: <laughs> okay, well we will end off this. <laughs> <breath>. <laughs> we need to leave some ideas for next time. Oh yeah, next so time it will be in Starbucks. Right? Star- Starbucks, rent. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, email bonus at northview.org or um, one of us. Subscribe on yes. iTunes. Yes, yeah, all so easy now. Share it the pops up individually on your iTunes now when we have a new one. So. Thanks for joining us. See oh, you next time for
1: what? Oh, just email us to let us know that you that you're listening. Yeah, email yeah. The bonus. We of have no idea. Anybody has no listens. idea. Yeah. So just email us and say I'm listening. There we go. That'd, That'd be, be
0: good. Right? That'd be so encouraging. That'd be so encouraging. <laughs> That'd be loving us well.
1: That would be loving us well. <laughs> <laughs>